this morning has been a wonderful morning. Um, seeing the things that we've already seen, hearing the things we've already heard. Um, it was amazing to me when Josh got up and uh, shared the scripture that he shared because last night I told Delina that Josh was going to share and that uh, and the scripture that he shared is exactly the scripture that I have. And, and some of the things that he said was exactly the points that the Lord had given me. And so I, I see these things happening. Now, there's some other things I see happening. Um, when, we, when we first really got going as Frank and Covenant Church, uh, one of the mission groups that uh, we were uh, in team with was the ones that uh, Brother Billy and his wife are a part of today. Uh, matter of fact, we had a uh, speaker that at that time was their director, uh, not their founder, but but he was the one that went out and spoke all around. And uh, he came and stayed at our house. We were at the time living up in Poplar Cove, and he came and stayed with us and spoke with us, and uh, so there is this connection going on. Now, we have had several things happen uh, down through our history, um, the years that we have been going, and these things have uh, been good. We have, we have supported different uh, peoples that are great missionaries, people that we love, and care for. Um, we've been a little bit uh, scattered somewhat because we all have these different people that we care for and that we love. And so things get scattered a bit. Now, that's part of what I feel like the Lord is heading us toward right now, uh, the fact that we've been a, a, a bit scattered around. Uh, all good stuff just a bit scattered around. Hard to really do any one thing well. Okay? Um, the message that I was going to talk about today uh, has to do with tithing. And what I was going to talk about was just kind of the history behind it. Uh, I was just going to share just some of the scriptures and some of the places and some of the events, uh, how it got started, what... Where, you know, what it was doing, what it's meant for. Um, and the very first place that tithing is mentioned is the scripture that Josh shared with us. It's the very first place that the word tithe is mentioned. <clears throat> and some of the things around that uh, are very interesting. Um, I'll try to move on here because I want to follow what I think the Lord has developed here this morning. Uh, not so much, uh, well, it has to do with our needs and, and the things that we are doing here at, at FCC. But uh, uh, that passage, Genesis 14, 20, uh, or Genesis chapter 14 there, 
It's also talked about in Hebrews chapter 7 uh, uh, through that chapter uh, to verse 19, chapter 1 to verse 19. That, that passage also deals with the uh, uh, priest, priestly reign of Melchizedek and the scripture talks, uh, throughout uh, scripture there is uh, prophecy that talks about Jesus being the priest after the order of Melchizedek. Now, <clears throat> uh, the scripture describes Melchizedek, the type of person he was. He was uh, the king of righteousness, the king of peace. Uh, he was without father, without mother. Now, who's this sound like? You know, just think, just think about who this sounds like. And and he came and he met Abram. Okay, he met him. Now, in that scenario, in that situation that was going on there, uh, here Abraham, Abram, and, and Lot, they're out here on the hills. Uh, um, they're not able. The place is not able to sustain them. They've got too many sheep, too many in this group, too many in that group. It is. It's a massive group. It's it's huge. It's huge. So they talk among themselves how they need to go different ways, and you choose one, and I'll go the other. And and some of you know those stories. If you don't know those stories, you need to get in Genesis and reading here because it's fascinating. It's wonderful to to see what all's going on here. You learn a lot of good lessons. Okay. So anyway, this is all going on, and uh, Lot chose the fertile ground, beautiful valleys. So everything worked. There's a problem though. And the problem is, is that down that valley, toward those cities, those cities are known. Now, you know, it's, it's, this is at that time a worldwide thing, okay? Because we're only talking about a certain area of the world, you know, okay? So, it is a very well-known problem. It didn't happen in America yesterday. This is going on way back. Okay, so here's here's all this sin going on here in Sodom and Gomorrah, and and uh, so these kings battle. And I don't know if you you studied world history and all that much, cared much for it when you're in school, but it's pretty fascinating. And it talks a lot about the kings doing battle and the valleys of the kings. And, you know, we've had a few movies down the line that talk a little bit about it, too, and all this sort of stuff. But here are all these areas where these kings come together and they battle. They fight. Because they're wanting the wealth that the others got. The commerce is going to go through me. That's what they're saying. And you are going to be my subjects, and I am going to rule over this area. So that's the attitude that these kings had. And so they'd line up, and they'd get three or four, you know, together, and they'd go fight some and run over them and all this sort of stuff and take everything they had. Well, here's uh, Abraham. He's up on the mountain, and he don't care for all that. He's, he don't care for it. God called him out of the mess, said, separate yourself. Get into a land, and then he started giving him all these promises. 
and started talking to him. So Abraham is listening to God. He's listening to God. So there's this thing going on. He's wanting to be separate from the world. Kind of sounds familiar a little bit. He want, he doesn't want to be a part of the world. He wants to be separate. So so and the Lord's calling him to this. So here he is on the mountain and he's he's put together well, you know, group of guys to kind of help fight off all the whoever would be intruding on them or maybe trying to steal their their your goods and everything. Kind of amazing to me, you know, I, I, I think about this and you, you you think, well, he must have sent him to ninja school or something. I don't know, you know. Maybe he sent him to uh down here to uh uh what's the what's the field on on the coast in North Carolina, Wilmington down here. You know, come on Marine, speak up. Yeah. You know, he didn't. He didn't have a place to send them off to. They just, they just worked it out in their own family. They, they did their practicing. They, they, you know, they did all this stuff. You know, here, here they, here these worldly kingdoms that have been battling for centuries come together and they run in. And they're going to take over this country and they, they wipe out a bunch and run them off and they run away with all their goods. And, uh, and a stranger comes through and tells Abraham and says, Well, this is what happened down there. Well, you should have seen it. it was terrible. You know, they did this and they did that. Nobody was running their gun. They stole it off. You know, and your brother is going with them. And so Abraham gets all his guys up and says, we're going to go after them. And so here they are in this, this time frame. Now think about this a little bit. Here's this time frame. This one, here's the day. And they're getting everybody together and they're getting everything arranged. And at night, hadn't slept none. This is, you know, how many of you have planned something and the trip that you're planning goes plumb in the night? I mean, you know, you was hoping to walk before 12, noon, and, and you're not even out of the house yet and it's midnight. You know, and and you're trying to put all this together, you know. And so he's he's getting everything all together, you know. And here they are, and they're heading down the way, you know. And this in the middle of the night, and they run into the camp, and they 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 frighten everybody, and they they just destroy all the enemy, and they take back everything they got. And they come back. Now they've done this this all night. They hadn't they hadn't slept since yesterday morning. It's all night. They're coming back, and here it is in the day. And two people come out to meet Abraham. One is the king of righteousness and peace. And he comes out with supplies. He spreads the table before the in a, in, a, in a terrible situation, he spread the table. The scripture says that in the midst of our enemies, he spreads his, his table and he feeds us. He comes out with, with the cup and the bread. comes out with the meal with the meal 
with the meal. He comes out with the meal. Now, the scripture says about Jesus, prophetically, you will be a priest after the role of Melchizedek. Jesus comes out with the meal. He said, this is my body and my blood. Be a part of me. Take all of it. Eat it up. Drink it. Drink my blood. Be mine. Be my family. Be connected. Be united. Be refreshed. You worked hard. You slaved. You've gone through the troubles. You've gone through the difficulties. You've labored hard. You've been in the hard moments and the hard times and you've worked all night in the, in the dark and the black and in the worst situations, in the worst scenarios. You can't have seen most of the time. We walk about our life and sometimes it seems like we can't see past our nose because the circumstances are tough. It's too dark. We don't know what lays ahead. But God, after the order of Melchizedek, comes to us with refreshment. He comes to us to refresh our souls and to unite us, to pull us together in a work. Abraham had been given a promise. And God comes to me and to undergird and to fortify and to strengthen the promise. Do you have a promise? Do you have a promise? Do you have something that God has said about you? What has God has God said about you? What has God called you? When is the time to rehearse what God has called you? We sit here before the Almighty God. We've seen God move today. We've seen him walk. We've seen him walk before us. We've seen him talk before us. Oh, we pray. Lord, open our eyes that we can see what you're doing. Open our ears that we can hear what you're saying. God is speaking to us today. God comes to us in the midst of these moments, in the midst of our day. He comes to us to share his refreshment and his, his, his building up. He comes to us to fortify the thoughts that have long been spoke to us, and yet they seem like a distant voice at times. The darkness seems to hide them. The noise of the life seems to, to cause them to wane away in our ears. But God comes to us in the moment to, to cause this voice to ring louder and clearer, to open our hearts, to open our minds, to give us vision. 
Communicate and we'll sit with him and rehearse what he has said about us around his table. Around his table. This is what God is speaking today. This is what he's talking to us today. What he's saying. My message was going to be on tithe, and one of the scriptures that I was going to deal with is in Second Chronicles 31.5, or actually 1-10. through 10. And it talks about how that when the children of Israel came back to Jerusalem and, and they talked, you know, they read the scriptures and they went all this, all through this, and they began to see the need to bring the tithes back into the storehouse and what all it does. And it describes all the things that, the, that happens when people do that. A couple of things that I want to point out in, those, in that passage of Scripture, and you need to read it. I'm, I'm not going to take the time. We're going to, we're going to move along. But, but the things that are, that are really wholesome and good about this, and we're not talking about a law, okay? We're not talking about a law. If you're tithing because of a law, you're missing it. Now, somebody might gain because you're tithing, okay? So somebody will benefit from it. Maybe somebody's listening to God and they'll receive the things of God. We might not be listening to God because we're doing it out of a law, and so therefore we miss out on stuff, you know? It's just not profiting us like it could, Okay? We tithe because we love. We tithe because, because God loved us. And, and the word, the name tithe is what it is. It's a tenth. And, and one of the other points I was going to make in all this, throughout all the scriptures, it's not just a tenth. It's tied with first fruits. That's what it's tied with. The whole, the whole lesson all the way from the very beginning in Genesis chapter 4 where uh, Cain and Abel come together and they give their offerings. They gave of what they had. <coughs> and, and I'm not getting that story. But it was all about a tenth and it was all about first. And God says throughout all the scriptures, he says, he says I'm going to be first. Or I ain't there. Sorry about the country language. Uh, you get that every time I open my mouth anyway. But, but uh, you know, God's not sharing the thing with anybody else. That's just it. He's either Lord of all or He's not Lord at all. So, so God, God is saying, you know, uh, you know, I'm first, and he said, these are the things that, that they state I'm first. These things say I'm first. And you know when the love of Jesus comes into our heart early day, what do we want to do? We don't want to do nothing else. We want him to be first. And so we do him first. We, we, you know, we love him. We thank him. We praise him. We adore Him. 
And you know what I, I have to say? I have to rehearse that all the time in my own life. I have to come back and say, God, you know what? I really didn't put you first this week. Or I didn't put you first today. I, I know I didn't because I know what I've done, you know. And, and, you know, I'm so thankful that he loves me and he forgives me. He says, if I confess my sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive my sins. Well, he's already done it. I don't actually have to. Do I have to ask him to forgive me? He's already forgiven me. Yes, I do. I do not because he hasn't done it, not because he's not prepared it, not because it's not already accomplished. All those things are. They are full. They are right. And to ask him is just one of those things, you know, you, you want the person that loves you to ask you. You know, you want to ask the person that loves you. You want to you want to talk, you don't you want to tell your heart you wanna you wanna pour those things out and God wants that relationship, He wants that love. He wants that to take place. That's why. That's why Abraham here here comes Melchizedek and Abraham gives him that the, the best stuff. And so all that's done. Well, here we are in uh, 2 Chronicles 31, uh, 1 through 10. And it talks about all these things that happen. And the priests come to the king and, and, you know, they all get together and they say, Wow, look at all this. Wow, look at this. And he says, Well, since everybody's been coming, we don't like nothing. Now, that's, that's basically the message right there. We don't like nothing. There's nothing missing. Everything is took care of. We have we have ministries. You know, we've got different things going on and everybody needs a little something. Everybody does. It all involves money. It really, I'm sorry, but it is. It all involves money. You know? And God has the perfect plan. He's got the perfect plan. And and when we follow what God God has laid out, not because of law, you get that out of our get it out. Throw it away. Because of love. When when you follow because of love, everything is took care of. You are refreshed in the midst of your enemies. How good is it and how pleasant is it to be refreshed in the midst of a chaotic world? So, that's where we're at today. And there is so much more on this and I have no more time. And and hopefully we'll get to talk more about this at some time but you see my heart you see where we're at and you, you see what we need to do and so I'm, I'm here to encourage every one of you and I'm here to say thank you for those of you that are doing this already out of the right heart thank you for everybody's doing it but if you're not doing it out of the right heart then I hope that this 
gives you a little insight and I hope it encourages you to just get with Jesus love him just dump yourself out on him love, love, love let him comfort you let him take you to his table it is full of good things he will bless you now two things I think that as we all get on board with this and we tithe I think there's two things we need to do one is I think we need to support this couple the other is I think that we need to pay off this building now Somebody said, wow, that's impossible. Real quick, if off the top of your head, you can do this. And and, uh, those of you that need to, if you need to counsel just a second there, what's our monthly payment on this building? Can somebody stand up and tell me what our monthly payment is? $3,500 is our monthly payment. How many years have we been paying on that bill? have about six or seven left. Is that right? 3500 for six or seven more years. That's too long, folks. Now, here's the thing. If you're as poor as I am, as far as dollars in, in your pocket. Now, no, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. I'm not, I'm not speaking negative. And anybody who's thinking that, do that ahead right now. I am not speaking negative. I don't have any dollars in my pocket or in my bank. Very few. Very few. And I'll show them to you if you want. See them. Because I can probably hold them both in my hand. So, am I, am I bothered by that? Uh-uh. No. No. I'm not bothered by that. You know, I'd like for it to be different. Oh, yeah. I'd like for it to be different. But, you know, I'm not bothered by that. Okay. Let me tell you something. This is perfect for God. Because I can't do it. But He can. Now, how is he going to do that? I don't know how he's going to do that. And I'm not going to get into that with him. I'm just going to say, God, here it is. We are one mind and one accord. And we are unitedly asking you for this miracle. All right. That sounded a little more like we were united. I think we are united. I think this is a common goal that we haven't actually just done something like this and focused on it. It's been there. It's, you know, one of those things you can't get off your back, you know. It's there. 
But here we are, we're, we're addressing it. We are addressing it. And we're asking God for the miracle. What's the total left to pay? Do you know? 180000 Okay, it's about 180000 Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you have... In this way, it's a, it's a wonderful, it's a miraculous way, it's an it's awing way that you have brought us together to kind of focus on these things now. I, I, don't, I don't know why the now necessarily, but, but uh, you've brought us to this point. And Father, we want to focus, we want to direct our attention and we want to say we don't want this bill anymore we want it paid off as soon as possible we want to thank you for that because we know it's going to have to be you and so we thank you for it can everybody say thank you Lord for paying off this bill Okay, Lord, here we are. Uh, we give you praise. There's none like you. And we know you're going to receive all the glory and praise because somehow this is happening. Somehow you're, you're doing this thing. We thank you for uniting our hearts. We're thankful for the words that have been given today. We're, we're thankful for Billy and Donna. Uh, it's amazing that they are sent our way at this time uh, of our lives. And we want to be faithful stewards and helpers. And so, Father, we want to speak blessings on them. So right now, I'd like for Billy and Donna to come up, and and any of you that want to come and lay hands on them and pray with them, I want you to do that today. Now I don't. Well, did you mean today or or later? I was thinking two weeks. Just we we'll do it again. We'll do it again. And and uh, this this is good, and I agree with that. Uh, in two weeks, that's awesome, and we'll do that. But I want to do this again, or now, because of the of the importance of this day. This is a moment, and and I want to stand in this moment with God in agreement with what He's doing, and and so I, I'm. I'm believing, trusting. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody. Uh, this is wonderful. Putting our hearts and our minds toward this thing. You want to say something? Well, I don't want to be selfish in any way. I'm going on a trip Wednesday, and I really wanted to ask for her too. Oh, yeah. Without her coming, I will be ministering. Right. You know, anyway, I want to go. 
I don't have mine. I just took mine off. Anyway, just hold it until it comes out. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It's, his, hands, his hands swollen here a little bit, and so we're going to speak healing right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we speak healing on this hand. Uh, Billy's hand. Thank you, Father. Can the Midas be gone? Uh, hallelujah. Any inflammation, whatever it is, be gone. And thank you. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, we speak blessings on these that are traveling. Hallelujah. Patty's traveling. Donna, uh, Billy and Donna's traveling. And we want to just uh, speak a covering on them, a blessing on them. Everywhere they go, we want to put them at the top of our list to pray for so if you don't have a list, people make you a list. Put them right there, right there, uh, you know, where the Lord tells you.